0: Hello, welcome back to the third edition Stallman episode of this fine program here, where I go off the cuff talking about some, some albums which are important to me, uh, that I've gro- grown to love uh, in the years that I that I'm alive, or maybe just discover... Uh recently, and were very impactful in the uh, the latest months and then years maybe from that new phase that I'm facing in in another country in this case, I'm a Brazilian who came to Australia to pursue uh whatever I'm finding out now what I'm pursuing. maybe I came a little bit less than prepared. Prepared, not peppered. Prepared, prepared uh, for pursuing something that I probably should know beforehand. But anyway, that's uh, that's another. You, you you didn't come here for the for the personal, right? You came here for the music. So uh, a couple of housekeeping items that I need to get out of the way uh, from the last episode. I've mentioned at some point that impossible spaces uh, from Sandra Peri had instrumental songs in it the from the seven tracks that constitute the album three of them were instrumentals that couldn't be farther from the truth actually none of them ha- <laughs> none of them are instrumental, what instrumentals whatsoever uh, since I liked the record very much I went for a walk. Right, because that's the only thing that can be done. At least one of those only things that can be done at this point here uh, for a person like me, at least. So and it's it fits nicely on a you know it's a 43 minute record fits nicely on a walk. Usually, you know, if you take your time, you can listen to a whole record in one take without doing anything else unless uh, besides walking and i noticed that no but it's it's a really uh, the record takes time right so it builds up a lot uh, on instrumental passages but none of the of the tracks are solely instrumental i was under the impression I don't know, I know why it doesn't it's not important to explain. I'm just repenting now with my listener, because I do respect you, although I don't know who you are. Oh, I know exactly who you are, right? Because it's probably the people there. I'm going to be sharing with, like two or three friends, maybe. Four friends? Yeah, maybe four friends. Anyway, uh, let's get... To the action, possibly. Let me see how many albums I have here to to pick up. Oh, so I have 229 albums now. I started with a list of 301 records. Maybe I I can add some of them at the end because I was listening to some 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 stuff today that I, it's definitely important uh, to be. Uh, it, it's definitely deserving to be on the list. I'm not gonna reveal which ones because kind of defeats the purpose of the you know of the surprise element. At least it's something that it makes me uh have fun doing those. The of the the you know the surprising element and just starting on the spot and making mistakes about the record of course, you know, it's uh some of them here I'm looking at them some of them it's been a while since I since I haven't Check them. So, yeah, should be right. Let's go. Generate, please. One seven zero. One seven zero seven zero. It's the number, and it's here. And it's the Smiths. The last Smiths album, Strange Ways Here We Come, which is cool. Also interesting. It was a record that. I was reading about recently. I'm not sure. I, I was doing like the, the 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 heavy lifting of the records right to put in this list, and I noticed that the first Smiths album wasn't here. So I I went into a little bit of a of a digging about it, uh, just to remember uh, the songs and to remember the context um, around it. And I remember reading that this last album, Strange Ways, Here We Come, from 1987, 1987. Yeah, sometimes words doesn't work. Um, both, both of them, I mean, Morrissey and Johnny Marr, right? Both of them hated the record for some reason. I do... Let's get into it, right? So... Smiths pretty short lived band from the 80s um uh, pretty well known to this day as well they are kind of the cornerstone for what is basically understood as the indie rock it's it's, it's smiths is kind of the beatles for the indie rock that surfaced in the 90s and 2000s really like since they arrived on the music scene they do they make a difference and they are immensely influential with basically every new genre or cut of indie rock music that comes in right uh, the the the, the jangle pop the, the 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 melancholy you know they they are known for for that type of feel. Uh, often described a happy sad type of awkward dance, but at the same time, uh, you, you're not happy with the with the life you're living or something like that. So, uh, truly a band who made my adolescence really um, remarkable. Right to to have come to know uh, Smiths. In a, in, the, in maybe I was it was one of the first bands that I ever kind of dig into to it really really um, deep. Um, I do remember having eighteen years old, like ten years ago, eleven years ago, and really being being really obsessed with, especially the first album, and of course the queen is dead it is like a remarkable piece of work right it's uh, it's, it's their best work uh, in terms of songwriting in terms of being definite portrait of a 80s band i think it is without a doubt probably the best uh, probably the best record of the 80s in my opinion um, strange ways a lesser album a lesser uh, accomplishment in terms of the the Magnum Opus I don't know if that's how it's pronounced anyway um, it's, it, it, this last record here doesn't have the magnitude of A Queen's Dead but if you compare the both of them it's kind of unfair with the second one it's like the, there is a Brazilian band called Los Hermanos which they have a very similar trajectory, right? They have four records. The first one is more crude and very involved in a type of genre that it was at the, at that moment. There, the ska punk stuff. Uh, they were maturing and they reached the third album. The same thing with the with the Smiths. Full on totally uh fully formed incredible band right the third record from that brazilian band um it's a masterpiece right 16 songs all of them are almost perfect you know in terms of what they are of course in 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 a vacuum they are excellent uh the queen is dead it's kind of the same thing at that brazilian band has a fourth record which is called four Uh, which pales in comparison with the third one, but it is an excellent album in and of itself, right? It's basically the same here. Brazilian people listening to this who know Los Hermanos will probably know what I'm talking about. Um, Really, really excellent album. Has one of my my favorite songs from theirs. uh, A Girlfriend in a Coma. And I'm forgetting my favorite song, but girlfriend in a coma for sure, and uh, stop me if you think they've heard this one before. It has a bunch of classics, right? Um, Death of a disco dancer, and last night I-, I dreamed that somebody loved me, it is a classic. You can see the view count of them. You can understand which one is which, right? So it's basically. Smiths, uh a top of their top of their game band, uh, genre defining and songwriting. It's it's brilliant stuff. It's really it's really amazing. Uh composition wise, the guitar work, it's precious, right? And this record here, especially uh Johnny Moore really steals the, the show, right? He he really does an excellent job with this album here Um, probably drags a little bit like I'm not sure how to exactly explain this although it is a pretty tight album it's a 36 minute record it's pretty tight Um, I believe that maybe if there is a flaw like a a, a very telling flaw uh, flaw with this record, it will be kind of the distance between uh, Morrissey and and Johnny Moore. right? It's it's a little bit of a fragmented album. Um, the Queen is Dead was and the first first one as well, for that matter, right? It's a very short-lived band. They started in eighty four, they broke up in eighty seven, eighty six, right? Uh, and then they kind of lived. Uh, solo careers of course in, in, in the case of Morrissey a, a lot of solo records like it's a career in and of itself right so there is a lot of food for Smiths fans that never had like a Smiths in the 90s you know in 2000s Morrissey has that kind of feel although 50% of the brilliance of the of the band it's due to uh, Johnny Moore and of course the other guys, right? The the kitchen of the of the band, obviously competent, good guys, right? Good good musicians and professional, uh, talented musicians. But what else did they do after the the disbanding, the, right? Morrissey is really kind of the only one who stayed uh, more or less relevant. Um, Johnny Moore kind of became a more fringe figure in a way although I'm I'm looking here he has quite a few albums I didn't remember now he has five four three actually yeah cuz there's one uh, soundtrack yeah and one live album so he has three albums I do remember his first one which is 2013 which is a lot of time for for a guy of his size and, and influence to... It's almost 20, 20... years? A little bit less than 20 years without releasing a proper solo record, which I don't know if he sings at all, but I mean... I, I, I don't see him as a guy who is not influenced... In, it's not an influencer to the point he can like form another band. I don't know if he has another band. Maybe he has, I don't know. Uh, didn't follow much of Johnny Moore, although I am a fan. Because of his uh, work on, on those myths. Um, yeah, he has one more music group, which is called More, which is interesting, right? One more. Um yeah I'm not sure what that is oh yes he became a member oh yeah, yeah for sure no he had a he had a quite active um, as a, an instrumentalist he, he had quite an active um, career uh, The Pretenders, the, the uh, Modest Miles, Cribs so he became like a like a partner to a lot of bands who were influenced by the Smiths to begin with, right? If you if you have a look at the associate acts here, you can see a lot of people from the 80s and people that um, were influenced by, you know, the killers and he worked with a lot of the, the Cribs. Anyway, uh, the scope of influence of the Smiths and the amount of... Um, Material and volume of amazingness, let's say in those four records is really something um, interesting to, to to witness as a fan of a band and more say as a personality, right, as a lyricist, and what games he plays and war he it, what type of picture he likes to draw uh, with the songs that he that he writes really spoke to me as a kid, Uh, not that much on Strange Ways, but uh, Mid is Murder and The Queen is Dead, obviously classics, and not to to forget the first one, also a very pure uh, and more wholesome record, the other ones are more politically driven, uh, more heavy subjects and, and criticisms against, you know, uh, the the record company that they were you know attached to i believe that that's that was something that played a part on the on the demise of the band kind of royalty uh, royalty fights and all that i mean what what doesn't right usually the money is what put bands apart um money or the death of a of a of a, of a member for the most part right musicians tend to be um, very very um, money oriented in a way those those guys right um, all, all creative differences usually the the, the the method of explaining but it's usually money um, anyway not that I'm a music inside of it, anything like that uh, it's a pretty good record it is more fragmented than the other ones, it it is a little bit less, uh, the energy is less there from what I can remember, Uh, but it has basically every one of them is a classic, right? They were, every Smith's album, it's kind of a version of the same album, but with, with different songs, because it wore... Uh, they were uh, realized right in a very small amount of time. So the first one was definitely the one that took more time to to be produced because a band to release the first album usually takes a while for them to be discovered and to have a contract, especially on those days, right? That you needed a in the in the case of the Smiths, a, a Warner. To discover you, like a scout from the, the Warner Records, Warner Brothers, to discover you, and then to mature you as a band, and then you have a couple of songs that you get developed, and maybe after two or three years, within rehearsals and some tours, opening for a bigger band. In this case, I think they opened for George Vision uh, for some for some time. At least I know that the, the inception of the Smiths has something to do with Joy Division. They are from the same town, right? They are from both. Of both of them are from Manchester. It has a, a, a an old story who says, uh, of course, that in in a Joy Division concert, why five bands were, were formed uh, on that concert? There's the Morrissey was there, seeing the show. Of course, the Joy Division spawned uh, New Order and Joy Division in and of itself. I think might might have something to do with um, some other bands from Manchester. I'm not sure which ones, but anyway, uh, it has an interesting uh, story from from that side as well. It's Water Break. The Water Break is the moment where you need to stay if you're a true fan you know you don't have you don't you don't go away if you're on the water break so the first so the first one although it, de- it deals with more immature material let's say it takes more more of a time to develop right from amateurish to pro- professional and just to, to groom by an industry and then the second one came the year after that one and then queens dead after that one so we're very short uh burst of energy that the band had to 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 produce to produce the next record. So really prolific type of work, right? And Morse always proved to be a very prolific songwriter. Uh, he released like immediately after the, the Smith's demise, two years after he was releasing Drag and then um, Your Arsenal three years later, and then two years later, Volkshorn and I, and then it became just, you know, Maybe every couple of years he had a new a new album in the market. It's just recent years that he's been a little bit slower, right, with the releases and and all that. Um, but he has like records from two thousand four, two thousand nine, two thousand six. You know, it's it's he produces a lot of stuff, inconsistent stuff. I'm am I'm a big fan of Morrissey, although this might not be a very interesting and well like opinion um for some reason or another i do i do like his i do i do enjoy the world that he's built right when he's when he's uh producing a song when he's writing a song uh really good highlights here uh russian Apache is a great song Death of a Disco Dancer, Girlfriend in a Coma, Stop me if you think. Also, already mentioned there. Last night I dreamt It must be one of the most beautiful songs ever written, right? It's it's a great, great indie, poppy shoegaze, and melancholic type of, of of composition. And I I won't share you also. It's a, it's a it's a great ballad. Um, it's a very sad album. Now that I'm that I'm looking at the, at the track list here, it's one of the saddest one, ones. Um, it doesn't have the the as much as the wit that shows, especially on the Queen's Dead, which is like a, a very funny album and, and you know it really um, shines through the humor from Morrissey in his in his capacity of just being the Oscar Wilde of, of um, not that I know much about Oscar Wilde, I just understand that he's a funny writer, right? That he, that he has the the, the melancholic and the funny at the same time, right? That he looks, that he looks for, he looks at that prism at the same. He see he sees both, right? And Morrissey is kind of the same. He looks at the funny and the and the, and the sad, and he kind of toils with both of those. Uh, Toyos he toys with both of those feelings kind of almost interchangeably right and sar- sarcasm it's a it's a great uh weapon to do that and, and he surely knows how to be sarcastic uh, but earnest at the same time as well he i always liked his sense of earnestness um, his sense of um there is really something truly vulnerable vulnerable uh, with the with the guy right he can be a total prick and a total like moron you know like especially with the mid stuff and all that but he's truly vulnerable and if you are a Morrissey fan you you feel like you truly know the guy right cuz he he's not he is what he he, he is you know he is, he is yeah he is what he is this sounds sounds wrong he is what he is anyway it's not he is what he, what he is or his are that's for sure and anyway, i don't know um like a larry david in a way makes me think of larry david i don't know maybe because i watched Kirby enthusiasm uh recently And that type of public performer who's authentic, but knows how to put, knows how to channel his own personality into art. That always, like, interested me a lot, because I never knew how to be, I never had the talent to be anything else than what I am, right? And that's all fun and games to 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 talk and say, "Oh, I'm authentic" and all that. But it's, it's not it's not what I mean necessarily. It's it's more in the sense that I I could never pretend to be something else, even when I needed to pretend that I was something else. You know when I you know, and and. Maybe that's a virtue. Maybe that's not. But it, it lost me a lot of opportunities in life, right? Because I I couldn't play the first part of being some more 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 palatable. Um, I, I I was just weird from the get go, and and that 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 fucks fucks things up a little bit, right? Because either you develop to to be someone who uh, doesn't put people off to begin with or right either you work on your flaws and what makes you what makes you put people off or you only kind of kind of interaction is with people that builds trust around you and that takes time and maybe people don't give you a chance right so that's kind of my for its Smiths and Morrissey, which is impossible not to speak about the the, the solo career of Morrissey because he is the the brain of of the band that I'm talking about in right now. Uh, and I, I've listened to much more Morrissey than I, I did Smiths. Um, that type of authenticity and character, uh, having that kind of bleeding into the the music, right? Had me uh confidence in oh it's it's the old dictum, right? Oh you're not alone when you listen to art. You're not alone when you listen to to truly honest work. And that can be a book, that can be anything, right? So uh, basically what compels us to, to to move forward is knowing that someone else Felt what 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 we're feeling before us, and the fact that in my adolescence, right, and and those feelings always resurface, as is the case with everyone, right? Uh, Those feelings of sadness and rejection and and inadequacy. uh, To have a a person like Morrissey uh, in a song like stop me if you think that you heard this one before which says you know it's kind of a mockery of of themselves, right? Uh to have that put into art or to have that being put into art uh in a in a adolescent it's it's a really important uh feature I I do believe that I had friends on my 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 younger days. I, I I do have friends from those times, and I, I'm still friends with people from those times. But bands from like The Smiths and like The National, uh, which I hope that I can talk about in the future, uh, they f- filled up the gaps really nicely, right? They 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 did that, especially with the with the girl side of things, which I I could never. to this day, it's a it's a kind of a mystery to me how to how to develop something like that with someone, um, which I think is a mystery for everyone as well, right? And again, if I was left in the in a, in a situation where uh, I didn't have any any feedback from the from other people, right, that unrequited love and rejection was something that everyone experienced, that it would be deadly, right? It, it would be something very hard to deal with. Uh, if you think that you're the only one who's suffering from... Of course, that that's never possible, right? Because rejection... And heartbreak, and and it's it's a it's a matter of being alive, and then you are getting rejected, right? If you are if you are alive, (laughs) Um, but I guess I can say that my friends weren't getting rejected as much, not as much as I was, you know. So he 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 really got me, he got he got me going in a way, right? To have uh, companions like. This this album and the rest of the Smith's discography, which might be the most perfect discography ever, uh, there is not one flaw and like all records are brilliant and eternally replayable and in re enjoyed and, and, and rediscover, you know, it's the, the the one that it is, that it's last there is the, the last record. Cause it is it is kind of a, po- a post post-humans uh posthumous 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 album as well, I think. I think that they were already broken up. They they had already broken up when uh let's rephrase that right. They did break up before the release of the Strange Ways Here We Come. Anyway, more say he's a vegetarian. Um, really, 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 really impressive album, impressive discography. I have the other three records on the list here as well, so I might, might as well speak about them when the time comes. Uh, if you want to go if if you if you never did and you want to give smiths a go uh it's start with uh, let me see what's the best way to start start with midis murder listen to midis murder first cuz it's a nice uh, it's it's a nice mixture of the r- the the hits right you have a lot of hits here that joke isn't funny anymore uh, well I wonder and it has a a, a nice mix of melancholy and, and poppy stuff as well and then you go to the first one and then you you're gonna appreciate the the queen is dead and the last one I think the queen is dead and the last one are more I mean, you, sh- you should just acquaint yourself a little bit more before going into them. You know, although the Queen is dead is a perfect album. It, it has the 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 biggest hits from theirs. You know, it is an amazing. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the at the track list here, and it could be easily it it could easily be a greatest hits. You know those albums, right? They they do, they do exist. Like a studio record from an, from an artist, that thirty years after, it, it sounds like a uh, greatest hits uh, release. And the Queen is that is that case. Um, really, it's not about that one. It's not about that one. I know. I took a, I take a lot of digressions. Um, strange ways, here we come. Not my favorite. Smith's album, I I do believe that it's my third favorite. Yeah, I I I, I do think that mid's Murder for me is probably the the least one, but it's impossible to to uh, the last one, right? Uh, it's impossible to just rank them. Uh, the Queen is dead. It's undoubtedly the, the 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 best one. There is no no way to 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 argue against that. Then afterwards, you know, the other the the other ones come as you wish. Some people really like the, the the first one. Some people think that the first one is the best one. Uh, it's a it's really a truly remarkable discography and and um, whatever the, the the ranking of it, you know. Don't listen to the compilations. Just in the future, right? You can listen to the compilations in the future. If you never heard of a Smiths, uh, do two, one, four, three. Get the Queen's Dead at the end, and then you're just going to love Smiths for the rest of your life. Yeah, because it's, it's what happens, right? With that band. It's a fun, fun episode. How, how, how much? 35 minutes? Yeah, I don't have much to say. About that one, I, I do, I do, I do believe that I said all I, all I, all I needed to say. Probably recording another one of those. Let's see. Uh, thank you. Hopefully, this is being as fun for me to make as it is for you to listen to. Right? And for my four friends that are listening to this, I appreciate your support. <laughs> <laughs> And maybe on the hundredth one, you know, I can give you some money for for being the, the one of the first listeners. I, I had something happen. Something happened to me that really bummed me off. I had I had a steak cooking, and the fucking frying pan just slid from the from the ceramic plate that I have here. It just fucking went flat on the ground, you know. And the worst part is not even that. I mean, to eat something from the ground that, that that fell on the floor, it's fine, you know. I I, I did that before. I I, I take the, the stomach ache. It's, it's 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 good. Um, but the only problem was I had I murdered a cockroach, like two days before, right? And I did spray some. Raid into the motherfucker that was laying there it's just a really weird thing right cuz they just appear and laying down they appear dead the fucking cockroaches they appear dead but they are not so you know it's a, it's a very um i don't know what what's their their end goal there I can, I can i can't speak for them uh but i spray some raid rain on the on the bitch and it, it she or he, I don't know, uh, got all like contortionists on me and all that, and the fucking steak fell on the same spot, and I didn't clean it. I mean, I I dried a little bit, right? I I, I took the juices out of the of the, you know, the, the the murder weapon was was cleaned from the scene, but you know what I mean. you're you're eating a steak with potentially venom in it it's not good you know so i had to just maybe think for two minutes right what it is worth it it is worth it to eat dirt and potentially a deadly chemical i don't know if a raid can kill you but anyway Leave you. Leave your. Leave your. Uh, send me an email about that. Maybe in the future we can have a conversation about that. All right. Thanks for listening to my my heavy accent and my mispronunciations. Uh, I truly loved you. I truly love you. All right. That came out wrong. It's not loved you because I. Never stop loving you. All right. Bye-bye.